Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of On the House. I've got a special guest today and I'm very excited. Uh, he's been in both commercial and residential real estate for 30 years. He's CEO, founder, and coach at Smart Real Estate Coach. And uh, he's also a multi-time best-selling author of real estate investing books, including Real Estate Investing on Your Own Terms and the New Rules of Real Estate Investing. Thank you so much, Chris Prefontaine. You bet. Psyched to dive in here, Lindsay. All right. So let's get started. Let's talk a little bit about the market, right? It's been very, very chaotic. Tell us what you're seeing in the investing world. Tell us what you think about uh, just your your temperature gauge on the economy in general. Yeah, thanks. I, I know this is a hot item. So I'll do kind of like 10,000 foot level. And if you want to peel back any of it, you just fire away. So in no particular order, here, here are some top uh, talking points. One is the media screaming, screaming, screaming that it's not a good time for real estate, right? This is what they do. So there's one constant about real estate that's going to constantly change. When it changes, when there's turmoil, when there's uncertainty, that's when fortunes are created. If, if, if you know how to pivot, right? You know how to operate inside of any market. This is uh, in 50 years, 50. This is the third time that it's been in real estate, an affordability issue, not just a supply and demand issue. And, this, and the reason that's big is in the last 50 years, the interest rate average, our, our average interest rate is 7.7. So if it's already an affordability issue for buyers that just got flushed out of the market, what's going to happen in the next ensuing six months and a year? It's going to get worse. So that's where creative real estate comes in. That's where we live. That's why in how we design the niche that we're in right now with all kinds of stuff we trademark, it's because now you have hundreds of thousands, maybe even you know more of buyers that need our help. And as such, the demand for sellers went down. It could not be a better time for creative real estate, in my opinion. Uh, I, I can't say that about every niche, but I certainly could say that about creative real estate. So I'm ecstatic. In 31 years, I haven't seen sort of all these elements come together like they are right now. Right. It's definitely been very different and it's hard to pull any kind of historical data on on this type of situation, just given COVID, the pandemic and, and what that caused and our inventory issues going into COVID, you know, kind of definitely did not help that. So um, yeah, thank you for that. Now, I, I want to change just a little bit because I, I'm, I'm with you on what the media is screaming, that's a terrible time to buy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, if you could explain your three paydays yeah. uh, to, to listeners. So three paydays is the way we exit every deal. And, th- and it was born, so to speak, out of the crash of 08. So when I came out of the crash of 08, I was, I don't know, 18 years into the business at that point, roughly. And I was a little frustrated. Besides getting beat up financially from the crash, I was frustrated with going and doing a deal, even though it's real estate treated me very well, but going and doing a deal and then having to do it again, like repeat that whole cycle starting in January of every new year. So the three payday system takes care of that. So we don't get just paid once and feel like we're on a treadmill. We get paid upfront when we do a deal, when we exit, and I'll explain. 
We get paid monthly ongoing once we put that deal in place. And then we get paid long-term wealth creation, like year two, three, four, five, or 10, depending on what terms we do. And the reason we can do that, Lindsay, is all of our deals are bought on creative financing. So no banks, no cash down, none of that. But when we exit it, we exit it with a rent-to-own buyer. These are buyers that, because of COVID, um, job loss, uh, sickness, credit's been dinged. These are also people that, because of this major influx, as I'm sure you guys know, of entrepreneurs leaving the W-2, like, I'm done with my job. I'm going to go start my own business. They need two years of what the banks call seasoning. That's what that's reality. So they have cash, and they go to buy, and banks go, nope, you got a new business you started? Now you need two years. Those buyers are great for us. So you get all these things happening, and that's how we exit the deals. Down payment from that buyer looking to get in a rent to own who needs time. Monthly spread on what we pay for the property, uh, difference between what they pay us, and then that long-term cash out. Those are three paydays. And we trademark that federally, which is cool. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. That's great. And so if any listeners, if they want to sign up, I know we'll cover this again in the um, at the end of the episode, but if they wanted to hear more about the three paydays and, and that coach, where would you tell them to go? Uh, actually, we created a link for your, for your community um, so that they can get the Real Estate on Your Terms book. And we're going to throw some other books in there too, but a couple of the best sellers will be in there. And this is not one of those offers where they go, free book, and then you got to pay for shipping. We won't ask for a credit card. We ship it. Our cost, hard copy books. Just go to wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash Spartan. And that'll let us know that it was from this show. We'll honor that and get all those out the door as soon as we can. Awesome. Awesome. Now, that's great. Thank you. Um, so Spartan Invest, our process is full service turnkey, right? We we handle every aspect of the process from acquisition to renovation, rent. We have the property management company in-house that manages them uh, after the fact. Who would you say like ideal investors for for that that market? And then are there different types of investors that may need to focus on different types of, of real estate? You know, I, I know that a lot of people might have preference, but uh, in your experience, is there a type of real estate market that investors should target given different situations? Yeah. So a couple of things you said that were cool. One is as far as the markets, if I'm tracking with you, we don't, unlike like large multis and some other niches, we don't try to segregate markets or chase markets or time markets. I tell our students, look, wherever you are, I don't care where you are in North America, in some out of the country with us, you take a 50-mile radius around your where you live, you have plenty, the way we do business, plenty of leads to do creative real estate. Now, as far as the type of investor, uh, what we're seeing since this craziness in the market is we have wholesalers, flippers, people in your space with a couple of major companies that we've formed alliances with, so I'm anxious to explore this with you. They're adding creative real estate to their kind of bag of tricks, skill sets, um, portfolio because... Every one of these niches in real estate, and they're all great. Like I have them on my podcast. I'm not biased to any, I'm biased to ours, of course, but I'm not, I'm not putting down any other niches. What I do know is when you understand how to uh, create a, real, a creative real estate deal works, then you are not afraid of any market. You really are not. It's just a matter of how you're pivoting as the market changes because this was built to thrive and literally up, down, sideways. Now, does it get harder or easier depending on how the market's going? Sure. It's getting very easy right now for us. So I know that's a long answer, but this is good for anyone to add to their bag of tricks. Um, I think this is a skill set you have for life. You know, if you did a few deals with us, you'll have that for life. You'll, you'll understand how to operate. So 
I hope that helps. I don't know if I nailed that for you. No. So um, talk a little bit about what you said as far as it's getting easier for you guys. Why yeah. is that? Well, one one issue was what I said earlier about the statistic, the affordability stat. is I, it's, it's actually sad how many buyers are getting pushed to the sidelines. That four months ago, they probably told their family and their kids, hey, we're going to buy a house. And now you have fractured deals, deals that fall apart, fractured deals at about 20% right now, meaning conventional real estate deals, they have financing, they get to the closing table and they fall apart. That's very disheartening for a family, right? So that's driving some huge demand for what we're doing. Uh, second thing is people, I think, are growing more and more since the early 90s, um, tied to banks. And, and so the amount of creative real estate deals that were done outside of banks back in the early 90s was like one to 3%. That's a tiny number nationally. It's up in the teens now, that's a big number. And it's growing. So the demand for creative real estate, the awareness, that's all growing. And the, now the economy is helping us. And remember what I said about the entrepreneurs. There's a lot of people with a lot of money starting their own business and they need us now because they can't go get a loan today. It's just driving. There's all kinds of, it's like a perfect storm for creative real estate. Can you talk a little bit more about creative real estate and, and your, your approach? Yeah. So uh, for us, because that is a broad yeah, very broad category. Yeah, that's a Thanks. pretty broad question. <laughs> it's No, no, it's good that you're honing me in because I, what we do is the three three ways we buy. That's it. Owner financing, and we niche that down even more, Leslie. It's owner financing mostly with properties that are free and clear. In other words, the owner does not owe anything on it because the the, the myth in creative real estate is, oh, you, you must deal with people that really are hurting or financially hurting because they need you. No, free and clear properties are a third of the properties in the United States, and that's one of our niches that we love working with because they understand creative real estate. They understand owner financing. The second way we buy is lease purchase. Lease purchase is great for a new investor because you're going to control a property with our agreements. They're pre-written for $10 deposit, $10. We had a gentleman in uh, Brian in um, Illinois talk at our event about a month ago. And he explained how he built, and this is an elevator salesman for 23 years who came to our community fresh off, you know, no experience, built his first eight properties with this three payday system accumulated over 800 grand in paydays and did that with $10 deposits on eight properties. Think of that. That's just huge. And so it's great for a new investor. And the last way we buy is a little bit more advanced and it's called subject to existing financing, sub two. And that just means I'm going to buy your house, your loan staying in your name, but I'm going to buy your house. Now that's more for the opposite of free and clear. That's more for the person that does need financial relief, right? So they're willing to just go, I'm done, take my house. No, I mean, I, I think that that's great. And taking the different approaches, uh, the the lease to purchase, do, do you see that that changes with the different state regulations um, since your investors are all over the country? A little bit. Uh, for example, in Texas comes to mind, it's the only one right now that comes to mind. You cannot do what's called a sandwich lease, meaning I tie up a property on a lease and then I do a rent to own, which we can do everywhere else. You can't do that there. You can't be in the middle of, of the sandwich. Um, but you can do my two favorites. You can do the sub two and the owner financing there. Other than that, with very few exceptions, you can do what we do in almost every state. In Illinois, they recently passed, recently, probably before COVID, you cannot do another technique we do called a sign out where it's like a wholesaling technique. You can't do that in Illinois unless you're licensed now. You can get licensed or get someone that's licensed, but you can't do it on your own. So there's nuances like that, but no, by and large, you can do them everywhere. Yes, the the wholesaling requirement of getting a license, and you said that was Illinois, and I've heard that that's going that they're working on making um, making that pretty much the standard uh, across the board. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, 
what I have two thoughts. What sparks it always? Like what 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 sparked Texas from not doing allowing sandwiches? I don't know. Maybe a decade ago, someone screwed it up, right? These investors do unscrupulous things, and then voila, you have a new law. So I think that happened in Illinois clearly. So now you, they're going to try to do that throughout. I I love it. I applaud it because now all these wholesalers. I'm talking about ten and twenty million dollar business wholesalers, not mom and pop. Like these are big businesses that were built. They're all gravitating towards creative right, real estate. Because when you buy or control, you're on deed. You, they, no one can take that away from you. It's your house. But wholesaling is a technique that they can, the government can try to control or the municipalities can try to control. They can't control creative financing. They can put bookends and try to do certain things. But by and large, this existed, Lindsay. This is interesting. Since the 1600s. I was reading uh, Anderson Cooper's book when I was on vacation. It's about the Vanderbilts. And I picked it up only because the, their history here in Newport with the mansions is huge. And he talked about his family in the 1600s, historically, buying uh, on owner financing and lease purchase in New York City before banking. So it's not new, right? It's been around forever. Right. Man, that's that's awesome. I, I would have no idea that it went back that far. I used to say 1800s. I didn't either. Then I read that and I said, oh, cool, 1600s. So tell us a little bit about new your uh, your business or your experience in the new construction space uh, in regards to real estate investing. And, and how do you think that that's you've seen that change yeah uh, again high level thoughts my, my wife and i have always tinkered with new construction at any one time she'll have one thing she's working on whether it's for us or a family member or a rehab but and i built hundreds of homes i think with hdtv and everything else that's happened over the last decade the margins are just so thin in my opinion and it's so much work to do the in my opinion in hindsight which which what i consider to be a small margin and you got to do it again you're not building any wealth unless you're keeping some of those properties and doing what we do to exit. But if you're selling them, I think you have a job. I hate to say it. There's a lot of big builders out there that have massive businesses. But if you don't have a massive business and a machine running, you got a job. Um, I, I mean, we're building a house right now up in Vermont. And I have, for the first time ever, we have someone else building it because it's out of state. Usually we do it. Um, so we enjoy it as a side thing. Uh, like I said, one project at a time, Kim, my wife likes to do, but not as a main business model. Very... Um, I feel like on a treadmill, it's very frustrating. The margins are too thin. Well, definitely. I mean, and that's kind of how, you know, I know you don't know this, but this is how, that's exactly how Spartan got started in, in the turnkey space. And that that's what we were doing is we were um, either facilitating the build or flipping properties to owner occupants. And and you're right. It was constant. It, it was, it never stopped. Uh, and then our rental portfolio was maintaining us. And we we're like, well, this, this is the value. It's the buy and hold. It's, you know, the residual, it's the residual revenue uh, from your tenants and stuff. So that's when we started the property management company and kind of, and, and grew from there. I think what you guys are doing is simply, I said it earlier, I alluded to it, is awesome because now your investors can build that, build that, build that, and then kind of insert where they want by choice, sort of some creative deals. That's a perfect portfolio in my opinion. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, and I, and I love that you're offering just the different options for investors because there are so many different ways for investors out there to get involved in real estate. And I, I know listeners of this podcast have heard me talk several times about all of the benefits. So I won't dive into that and get on a soapbox. Um, so tell us a little bit about, about Smart Real Estate Coach and, and your why and why you got why you started this um, and, and kind of the, just a little bit of background behind that. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, 
I was actually approached in 2014. We have a war college here on the island. We live on an island in Rhode Island, and there's a war college in, in Newport, Rhode Island. And one of the guys, young guy, his name was Kevin, he did three tours in Afghanistan. He seeked me out and he said, hey, I see what you're doing. Could you teach me how to do this? I'm going back to civilian life. I'm tired of what I'm doing. And he's only in his late 20s. So I took him to my office here locally and, and taught him how to do creative real estate. And then someone else asked me, just serendipitously, someone else asked me to do a kind of an ebook for their list. She ran a VA company, virtual assistant company. I did that. And then the list started building. And then I think that year we did, I don't know, 10 or 14,000 in sales, like crazy low number. Um, we've now built that to multi-million dollar company that we hit Inc. 5,000 the last two years consecutively for fastest growing companies in US. And it was built this way, Lindsay. There's so many, um, and you, you must know this because you're in the space, there's so many education companies in real estate that are great marketers. Like they can sell you their stuff, but there's nothing, but then they don't go do it with you. So people get disheartened and frustrated and they blame it on themselves and they think real estate doesn't work for them. And this cycle continues. So we call it bridging the gap. And that means the time from when you kind of take on a niche or a seminar or a course to the time when you do a deal, that's a gap. And some people never get out of it, sadly. I get calls every week. I spent this much on programs. I've never done a deal, Chris. So our program is very interactive. I think it's the best way to learn. When someone joins us in what we call our associate program, we do deals with them. We do at least 10 deals with them. And we revenue share with them. But the difference is we're in the trenches with them. Like I'm on the phone today with sellers with my students. And they get to listen. And then it becomes a little more of them. And then they have a nuance. And they have a roadblock. And they have COVID. They just come to us. And so it's so cool to do that because you go to the seminar and it's all sounds flowery and fluffy. And then you go out and you get your first roadblock. So we scream about the roadblocks, the books we'll give in your community. I think it's, I forget what the chapter number it is, but it's called Yabot. And it tells you all the excuses that people have and all the, the, the things we hit. And it exposes the challenges to the point where some of the mentors have said to me, you're going to chase people away. Why are you doing that? You know, because they give you all the fluff. I said, no, I want them to know what they're going to hit. So the, anyway, there's a long answer, but we get in the trenches, we lock arms with them, and we put our money, our mouth, where our money, our marketing dollars in mouth, we put action into that. Chris, I, I cannot speak highly enough to that point that you guys are, are using and giving to your students because that is huge, and and we believe the same the same way. In fact, uh, Jesse and myself have many conversations. Like, are you sure you want to? You sure you want to say that? You are we sure we want to talk about the maintenance issues and the worst case scenarios and what's going to happen and what other investors have experienced with turnkey providers that may not have uh, certain steps in place or, or may not do X Y Z. You know, talking about not I mean doom and gloom essentially, but that's really how how it is. We have a lot of investors that that will hear about it, never have done the deal. So for you to walk them through that entire process, I mean that that's a huge value add to uh, to your students. So that that's amazing. I love to hear that. No, I appreciate it. And some people like the guy Brian I just used, he's on like his 13th deal. Link is on like his 25th deal, but they're still calling. It's not like 10 deals, you get it all. I should have said that. Like I'm on, I don't know, we've done over a thousand of these. And I will tell you that the, one of the reasons I stay with it is they're always different. It's not boring. Like you, every week I go, oh, that's a new, that was a new one. Let me teach, let me teach the students what I just found out. So it's always changing. It's pretty cool. Always changing. And you a hundred percent, you're always finding things to watch out for in the future, right? Yeah. That you would have never thought that would have ever been an issue 
until you buy that property or this particular deal comes uh, comes to fruition. You're like, oh wow, I would have never even known to check that. Yeah, I was on a I was on a podcast yesterday, and the host, just like you and I, the host said to me, Chris, I, I think I got a new one for you. I said, I don't think so. I've seen a lot. He had a tenant. I'll just skip to the end of the story. He had a tenant buyer in a rent to own that burned his house down, and then put a mattress and stayed there just to spite. Like it was a crazy story. I've never heard that in 31 years. So it's always it's always going to change. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. I, I've now we've had some fires. I don't think we've ever had a tenant intentionally burn right. the house down that we know of. I'll, I'll say that. Right. Um, so again, talk a little bit more about how how listeners can learn more and find out more about how to be a student and and everything that you offer. And congratulations again too on the Inc. Five Thousand. That's fantastic. No, I appreciate it. Some people think that's like a you join it or something. It's like no, a it's no. like a forensic. Like they dug into us both years in a row. Like they never knew us. It's crazy. So uh, I'll give the book link in a minute. But if they can deal with listening to my accent for another hour, they can go to my free class. It's online. There's no cost whatsoever, and they'll actually get gifts to go. And it's just um, a master's class where I go through A through Z what we do. And just go to smartrealestatecoach.com forward slash masters class with an S, masters class. And then that book link, I'm sure you'll throw it in the show notes, is wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash Spartan. Hey, yeah, they're they're getting uh, just a polar opposite on the accents too right now, right? You got <laughs> country twang over here. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah. I really appreciate it. all of that, all of your information, all of the links we will share um, to all of our listeners and and then send it out to um, all of our investor clients and potential clients and stuff so they can uh, have access to your information. That's great that you offer a free class too. You know, you just want to put the information out there and see, make sure that it's a fit for anybody that might join your class. So that's awesome. You said it, you said exactly correct, Lindsay, if I can just add this, because I don't want someone going, ah, I'll try it. I'll try what you No, I want you to go through all the free stuff and then say, ah, I get it. I'm in. Or you know what? Not for me. Great. They're both good answers. Right. Exactly. Because it's not for everyone. Right. So you're putting it out there free allows them to do their due diligence the way that they should. Right. Exactly. So that's awesome. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, anything else before we wrap? Uh, I'll say a quick three-step thing. I'll do it quick. Uh, real estate's cool, right? You and I both enjoy real estate in many different levels. There's a lot of shiny objects though. So no matter what you're doing, pick a niche that you can get behind passionately, number one. Number two, find someone in the niche that can bring you through these things we're talking about. After 31 years, I've seen a lot. So in my niche, I like to think that I can help you through that, navigate that. In your niche, it's you. And then third, put the blinders on for 36 months. If you do that, you'll have a good experience. It's it's managing that expectation of three years. Okay, I'm going to cut out ta- putting blinders on for 36 months, and I'm going to blast that everywhere. Um, and don't worry, I'll give you I'll give you credit for <laughs> saying it. But uh, no, I, I could not agree more. That's a great piece of advice. Awesome. All right, thanks, Chris, so much for joining us. I appreciate it, guys. And that's on the house with Spartan Invest. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.